Power Prep Sports. saying this do not blame that game on the defense okay i don't care who you play whether it's a high school team a junior college team a college team much less an nfl team when you turn the ball over five times four interceptions one for a touchdown three others in field position to set up touchdowns you ain't gonna beat anybody i just talked about any hello and welcome to Episode 8 of Stand and the Coach. As you can see, I am running it by myself right now. The coach has had a slight hiccup in his itinerary tonight. So we sent Stevie to get the coach. We sent Stevie. He is out right now. They are in route here. Stevie has gotten a job as an Uber driver. And he got him a new car last week and is trying to make a little money to make the payment on it. And uh, they're running a little late. So hopefully the coach is going to be here. Man, we've got a great show for you tonight. I cannot believe that this is our eighth episode. That intro music that we have right there, once again, brought to you by Coach Richard Tisdale at Slocum High School. Big synth- synthesizer player. Over there in Slocum, I think he's starting his own band over there with some of his players. So we'd like to thank him again tonight. We'd also like to thank Joker Graphics for the hat and the uh, banner right there, helping us out right there with our caps. We're starting to sell a few of few of those right now. If you'd like to get one of those, contact us uh, by Facebook Messenger or at PowerPrepSports at gmail.com, a lot of different ways. Or you can call us. Look up our number on our Facebook page. Like us, follow us. Uh, we're growing. It's a network for the people to promote high school athletics here in the Wiregrass area. We've got a great show for you lined up here tonight. We've got Drew from GW Long, head baseball coach. The first round of the Alabama High School Athletic Association playoffs. Some of those started tonight. Uh, Andalusia won their first game 9-5 over W.S. Neal. But A lot of them will kick off tomorrow. There's a lot of severe weather in our area tonight. So some of those games uh, kicked off early uh, today. Also, we have Coach Don Moore, head football coach at Dale County, the Dale County Warriors. We'll have him on the show as well. And also, something a little different, uh, Chris Kaminsky, who is an Alabama High School Athletic Association official. He does a little bit of everything. He is a football official, also a basketball official, and a softball umpire. He's also the uh, director, the southeast director over the umpires in softball. So we're going to talk a little bit 
about softball tonight uh, because they will be cranking those area tournaments off here in about a week. Uh, I think that the coach and them just pulled up. I heard the Chevette squeal some tires outside the studios. And we are back in the friendly confines of the Power Prep Sports Network studio, a.k.a. the dining room. But we're here tonight. We're waiting on the coach to get here. We got Coach Miller, who will have Coach Drew Miller, head baseball coach from GW Long, is going to join us here shortly. Uh, wants to go over a few things with you that the with the baseball playoffs, we have uh, a lot of teams in the Wiregrass area who will be joining us. Hey, the coach just came in. He is he is here. Uh, Stevie, I heard Stevie squall the tires, Coach. Uh, let, let Coach get set up and uh, right here. But I heard Stevie squalling the tires uh, out Steve, there. Stevie's new car smells like Funyuns and Spoiled Grapeco. Funyuns and Spoiled Grapeco. Funyuns and Spoiled Well, I know he put $250. Do not let me get in that car again. <laughs> All right. Well, I, did, I was telling everybody that uh, kind of you were uh, – Run a little late, and Stevie had to pick you up. Yes, and and, uh, and the Funyun and Grapeco vet, and it's what he calls it. A vet. It's a, a Chevette. A Chevette, eighty-two, a Chevette. an eighty-two Chevette. Yes, we had to check the oil twice, <laughs> and you were just coming from Andalusia High School. Right? Yes, okay. had to check the oil in it twice. <laughs> That's it less than two miles from the studios right here. Well, I was telling folks right here, we got Drew Miller who's going to be joining us here, head baseball coach. You know, talking about GW Long, when you talk about baseball in the state of Alabama. Drew's won a couple of, couple of games. And, well, he's, <laughs> he, he's won them as a player, a coach, probably when he was a bat boy. Yeah. You know, his dad, uh, Coach Earl Miller, also coached over at GW Long. Oh, yeah. And uh, so he's been part of quite a few championships over there in Skipperville. How do they do that? Dedication. It's got to be. Maybe we can get him to tell us a secret. You think he'll spill the beans on that, Coach? I, I think the secret is he and his players work harder than everybody else and their players. Well, I, I imagine that's what he's going to tell us. But, uh, hey, fill us in what's going on this week. What have you What have you seen? Uh, high school baseball, softball, tennis sectional. A lot of things are coming to an end as the school year goes by. Uh, you saw Andalusia play? I, I, I saw Andalusia play uh, today, as a matter of fact, and uh, they had a, a great first game against W.S. Neal. W.S. Neal is kind of young this year. They graduated nine off of last year's team. All right. And they're, they're kind of young, and, and uh, Jacob Cravey was pitching, and he threw a great game. Uh, th those seniors on that team that, that Coach Dent's got just kind of They've just kind of taken over, and uh, they're doing a great, great job. And and those other guys that's on the team, uh, they they seem to kind of settle in. You know, over there across the county in in, in Bobcat country. Hey, uh, I was over there yesterday talking Coach, with Coach Cassidy and some of his guys. Coach Cassidy's got that that bunch rolling. They he, uh, he's doing a great I'm, job. I would not want to play the op Bobcats right now. And uh, they're on the street. Have you looked? Have you looked at the brackets? Because I understand that Brantley, Brantley, 
is playing a team that is like uh, two and four, aren't they? That they, they, I think, I think they're two and six. Two and six. I knew. Two and six. I knew. I, my wife had asked me earlier in the week, "How does a two and six team get in the playoffs?" I said, "Well, they they, they beat Keith twice." Yeah, they beat the right team. They beat Keith twice. All right. I'm, well, I'm just, uh, I'm just wondering. Uh, we need to, we need to take. Yeah, y'all need to. Y'all need to send in what you think the score of the Brentwood game That may be that may be the quickest uh, they ever get. Hello, Coach Miller. This is Stan with Stan the Coach. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. How are you? Oh man, it, we're doing awesome right here. We just uh, Coach Ennis just left the ball field over in Lucia with a good friend of yours over there, Coach Dent. Won his first game of the series against WS Neal, and uh, we've been talking some baseball and. We're just glad to have you on the show, man. It's uh, it's an honor to have you. No, I appreciate y'all having me, man. It's I'm humbled to, for y'all to ask me. I appreciate it. All right, well, coach, you know, really for you, first round of the playoffs kick off tomorrow uh, in Skipperville. You got the Samson Tigers, which I know very well. Uh, they've got they're kind of streaking right now here at the end of the season. You know, going into the playoffs i mean do y'all approach that any differently than what you do during the regular season well that's um you know that's a good question um probably during the playoffs probably the biggest thing we worry about is ourselves um you know we we try to go into every week um you know with you know a, a list of things that we want to work on. um you know high school teams are so hard to read that um you know, we, we don't, we do, we do scouting reports, but we don't put a lot of emphasis on those. Um, we, we try to worry about ourselves. Um, there's not a whole lot of common opponents that normally we play. So what we try to do is put an emphasis on what we do. Um, we try to get ready to play. Um, our playoff, uh, you know, time that we have, we have weeks in between, a week in between games. So this is a great time for us to, to um, develop our players. Um, every Monday we try to play seven or eight, innings um against each other so where where we'll have our young kids um throw against our varsity hitters and and, and that's been really a, a big turning point in what we do um because we we were able to see what you know we're we're going to be looking at for the next year so you know development of our young players has become a, a big part of what we do during this time of year and, and then just kind of you know freshening up on what we um need to work on and trying to get ready for well coach uh it goes without saying you can mention GW Long throughout the whole state of Alabama and, and probably surrounding states as well, that when you think about championship baseball and you think about the way baseball should be played, GW Long's right up there probably in the top 10, you know, of, of programs throughout the state, maybe in the top three uh, in the state. And you've been a part of a lot of winning over there. Uh, Fresh our minds up right here. How many state championships have you won all together at the school? How many have you been involved with? Well, I was lucky to play with a lot of really good players throughout high school. So we, um, you know, we we had a really good thing going on. You know, through the '90s, whenever I was playing, I was I was lucky enough to play on four state championship teams um, during my playing days. Um, as a as a coach, um, we. Um, you know, it took, um, we had a transition between me and my dad. I, I took over in 2006 and, um, you know, we, you know, 
coaching change is hard. You know, I, it was me finding myself, uh, me making a lot of mistakes and, and trying to figure out um, the direction I needed to go as a coach. And, and really, I mean, coaching is not a whole lot about the game to me. It, it's, it's about managing people. And it's about, um, you know, building relationships with your kids and, and, and loving your kids and figuring out how to, you know, make them better people and better players. Um, we, we were lucky enough in 2013 to win um, my first as a coach, and, and then we, we won the last two. So I've been a part of three as a coach. Coach Ennis is going to have to take his shoes off because he's over here counting. <laughs> I'm sitting here trying to he's count counting, <laughs> He's counting on his hands. So uh, what is it total, Coach, as many state championships at GW Long in baseball? What's the I total? Think we're, I think it's 15. 15. Good well, night, Coach. Well, Coach, I know you were talking about managing people. You, you, you had a great mentor there that you could go to with questions. If, yeah, I did. If you, if you had any. Uh, because uh, your dad did a great job. You know, I, I've, I've heard people talk about what a good baseball coach he was, but uh, mostly what they talk about is what a good person he was. And that's the same thing that they're saying about you. And and that that's one thing that uh, Coach and I were sitting here talking earlier, and we, we were saying that, you know, we're going to ask him what the secret is. And I told him, I said, I can tell you what the secret is. The secret is he, he works harder than the other coaches in the area, and his kids work harder than the other kids in the area. And, uh, the, you know, there's not a secret to winning. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, it's funny you mentioned uh, my dad. He, um, you know, his role now is is he stopped through at the field today, and I, I kind of wanted to yell at him to come look at some hitters, but he came and picked up my three little girls from school. So um, <laughs> that's um, the coaching role he does now. He's probably – um, swinging on a swing in the afternoon with them, and and uh, he's, he's his mind's farthest away from baseball um, on Monday through Thursday. But I will tell you this: they're they're there on Friday afternoon for our playoff games, and if we have to be there on Saturday, they're they're there as well. And um, yeah, he's doing really well. He's loving retirement, and um, you know he has been somebody I've definitely leaned on over the years. I, I talk to him just about every day, and and and. You know, there's questions that, you know, things that still come up. I mean, I've, I've, this is my 15th year, and, and there's things that happen every single week that, you know, you've never seen before. But, I, um, you know, our kids do work extremely hard, and, and I think that is the secret. I try to work harder than them, and, um, you know, just in different aspects of what I do. Um, I feel like I'm, I'm getting older every every day. I feel BPA every day, and, um, work on the field and do all those things. And, I, I you know, I, I think that all those things play a factor in, in just the culture of our program. If they see the coaches working hard and, and we, you know, demand that the players work hard, I think that, um, you know, that's the first step of, of just creating something that, you know, where people, you know, want to play for each other. So I think that, that um, that's our first step. Well, Coach, we, we've talked before – the other coaches about there's a difference between developing a team and developing a program. And, and y'all have definitely developed a program there. Yeah. You know, I think that, um, you know, one thing I did, I did take from my dad that we try to do. Um, I think the one, the biggest thing in, in developing a, 
not like you said, not just having a good team, but try to win, um, you know, year in and year out is the schedule you play. I, we try to um, branch out and play a lot of different people. Um, we, we, we go on a spring trip every year and um, we've played numerous years in Gulf Shores. We've played in um, the Oxford's got a, a great, yeah. I mean, multi-million dollar facility up there in Oxford, Alabama. We played up there last year and, and we try to branch out and go play different people and, and try to play teams that probably we're, we might not beat and, and that's okay. You know, if they uh, push our kids and, and they see the, you know, where we need to be, you know, that's, that's what we, we, um, it, you know, we want to see um, where our kids can get to. And sometimes, you know, we'll mess around and beat, beat a couple, couple of good teams. But um, I think that's the number one thing, no matter how good or maybe bad your team is, you play a good schedule and don't worry about your record. And, and cause I, I really, there's only five or six games throughout the, entire year that really actually mean anything um you know your area games are the only games that mean absolutely anything so everything that you're doing the other 85 to 90 percent of your schedule is to get ready for those six games and get ready for the playoffs so we kind of take it that way and we play tough a tough schedule and if we win we win and and if we don't we come back and we work harder and try and win the next time well coach when you were talking about your your playoff routine uh, one thing I did notice, people don't realize how many extra weeks of practice you get every time you win one of those playoff games. And that, that just helps develop your younger players, especially in the role that you use them in at practice. Yeah, that, I guess I probably became famous, you know, with a college football bowl season. You see that where everybody, they, they, there's, there's 75 bowls now where the main reason is they want to practice longer. Yeah. And, um, you know, we we have been lucky the last couple of years to get five weeks of extra practice in. That leads right in. We don't get – we get probably a week off, maybe two weeks off, and, and we get right into our summer. And um, we, we, you know, try to play. You know, we're, it's hard to find teams to play during the summer. Um, we, we, we try to find whoever wants to play, and we'll play then. But, um, you know, I, it really is important. Um, you know, this time of year is for the development of our young players because we, we, we try to put a lot of emphasis on them. Well, Coach, let's can we, can you talk about a little little bit about some of those guys? Who are some of your leaders on this year's uh, team? Yeah, sure. Um, you know, we've got we've got a get great group of seniors. Um, you know, we've got seven of them. Uh, you know, it's a wide variety of different personalities different kids I, I think that probably I'd be foolish not to think that everything kind of starts with our catcher um he's caught pretty I mean probably 95 percent of our innings he's gotten banged up he's he's uh you know he's a kid who I coached his son his um not his son but his his brother my first year I'm starting to get those guys not just brothers but I'm starting to get guys that I played with sons get into my program that's what makes me know i'm getting older um but um slate simmons is um our catcher and he's he's really a good vocal leader for us and i think it's more of a respect thing um, when i see him um, get behind the plate you know every single game um we've got a you know a kid in center field there's actually a good article that tomorrow in the dozen eagle about um, cameron for 
he's a, a, a kid who um, had a, a bout with um, cancer when he was a, when he was young and uh, he's overcome that and to where he, last year um, he probably didn't pitch for two months and we actually got into an 11 inning game in our uh, game one in uh, Montgomery in the state championship series and he had to come in um, a few innings, couple innings and ended up winning the championship MVP couple of big hits. Um, we've got a, you know, a couple of young kids. Um, I got another kid whose dad played and he was at, his dad was actually on my dad's first team, um, in 1992, Casey Long. He's really stepped up into a, a leadership role for us. Um, he plays outfield and pitches. He'll be our game two starter. Um, and you know, another kid, I, I kind of, we like to, you know, get, find our leaders throughout our whole program, not just at the top. Hey, this is Kyle, the Tire King at Dalton Tire Nido, home of the hard job. Go Andalusian Bulldogs! It helps us develop guys into transitioning into being leaders. Um, a guy that's a 10th grader who's really been a good leader for us, um, Carson Dunlap, he's our shortstop. He's kind of come down with a little bit of the injury bug. He hasn't been able to throw on the mound. He's, he's been one of our better pitchers. And um, he closed actually closed the state championship game last year when we hit our pitch count and um, as a 9th grader. So he's been a, a really good leader for us. Um, you know, Coach, but, wait a second. As a ninth grader, he came in and closed the state championship game? He did. He did. There's nothing. nothing uh, if you knew the kid, you and you see that nothing really bothers him. He kind of he's up. He's not down. He's always really um, left-footed, and, and he's just really, uh, really a strike thrower. Well, I, I, so I'm sorry, us, coach. I just I, that just hit me, and I couldn't let that go. Ninth grader <laughs> comes in and closes the state. Yeah, he did. It was. It I was want to meet stuff. him. <laughs> yeah. I do. <laughs> yeah, he um he he was good stuff. He's a uh, he's a kid that just I mean he's a strike thrower, and um, I really hope we can get him back by the end of the year. I'm not sure we will on the mound, but um he's he's one of our better um, infielders. Well, coach, uh, going in the series, this we we're running up against time. We we would love to have you on again, hopefully after you win a state championship for the 16th time. No man, I, yeah, I'd love to come back. You know, I, you know, I think we have a mutual friend and a and a guy named Richard Tisdale that um, yeah, you know, yeah, he, 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 he provides our intro music for this show. Oh, uh, really? I, I didn't know that. Well, you need no, to turn on the listen. Need to let him know. Uh, he back in the old days, I guess you'd say synthesizer. He's a big synthesizer player. Oh, really? You know, what's funny is he. He provides y'all's music, but I provided all of my papers during graduate school because we went to graduate school together, and he cheated on me for 15 months. Oh, man. Well, I yeah, so we got that on him. He was in those uh, clubs playing a synthesizer. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, I'm glad I know that now. That's good stuff. Yeah, he's also played the electric accordion. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> really? You very rarely see a coach who is multi-talented. Multi-talented. As he yeah. Is, but, uh, yeah, he provides that for us. But hey, before before we let you go, just a couple things. Uh, go over game times in Skip a bit. 
Yeah, we'll um, start, you know, weather permitting. I mean, that, you know, who would have thought weather would come through this time of year? But um, we've got um, Samson tomorrow at 4.30. Um, we've we got a doubleheader um, on Friday. And then on Saturday, the If Necessary Games at 11 o'clock. All right, that sounds great. And one last thing, we do a, we've been doing a thing for the past uh, two shows. It's called Third and Three, but it, because we talk a lot about football, but we're not going to talk mm -hmm. football with you, okay? You're, okay. This is going to be the third inning stretch for Coach Crew. Okay. Okay. We're going to ask you three questions that have nothing to okay. do with baseball. Okay. Okay. And just answer them as honestly as you can. Okay. Dennis, I never let him know. He that. doesn't let me know about this, Drew, so just hang in there, buddy. All right. Okay. So, well, so, well good, good luck with that. this after we get done. Uh, <laughs> we just got, I guess Coach Tisdale's listening. He said uh, the band was called Read a Loud back in 95. Whatever that is. But, hey, first question. Well, describe, <laughs> Coach, describe. Your perfect meal. Oh, man. I mean, is there anything better than a good steak? No. Uh -oh, I no. mean, steak and potato, I mean, good grief. That's probably might be what I'm cooking tonight. Oh, well, we need her. You reckon Steve can get us over mm, Not next to Not next to we'll fund you. <laughs> right, so the next question is, what is your hobby? Do you have a hobby? Oh, man. Oh, um. It depends on the time of year, I guess. I don't really do a whole lot um, other than – should have been, what do you do besides coach baseball? Well, I, I've got – I spend time with your family. The good Lord has blessed me with an 11-year-old little girl and um, twins, 8-year-old twins, So, um, and they're girls. So I've got three girls. So um, to say that I, that takes up a lot of my time is an undertaking. Um, I like deer hunting in the, in the winter and – that's pretty much the only activity I got going on. Other than that, um, spending time with my family and, and, and then um, and I just, I like to be around the house. You want to know the truth? I don't blame you, Coach. Well, hey, last question. This is the most serious question. Okay. If you were a pro wrestler, what, oh my goodness. what would your name be? Um, Richard Tisdale. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, and man. I'd be like one of those Chalubres and have a mask on. <laughs> have a mask on. Oh. Yeah, no doubt. Well, Coach, hey, good luck in your uh, first-round series. Thanks for being on our show, Stan, and uh, we hope to have you on again. Sure, anytime. Thank Coach, you. thanks for coming. How many states have they won? I don't know. We're both going to have to take our shoes off. <laughs> Telling you, uh, but uh, Coach Miller, man, uh, that, that's impressive. That's impressive to say the least. Uh, you know, uh, I know, and uh, I interviewed some folks from Samson. I got to some of their kids today and asked them if they had any fear because of just the mystique. And when you hear GW Long, you know, a lot of folks. Just hearing that name, crumbs, they crumble. I crumble. <laughs> well, you crumble because you had fun in the Obviously. and the vet. But, uh, hey, G.W. Long, Samson, first round. Uh, I assume Samson's going to throw to McCoy Kid. 
they probably will. And, and to be honest with you, Samson has improved the last couple of weeks. If it was a one-game series, they'd have, they'd they'd have have, I, I think they'd have a strong shot at it. But they're going to have to play a perfect game in the field. Uh, but the last two times that he's been on the mound, Hayden, of course, on the mound, he has looked very impressive. Well, listen, when, when McCoy's on the bump, he, yeah. he, if he can get a little help behind him and somehow score a run or two, he can he can take over a game. Well, uh, you know, good luck to both those teams. You know, they're both here in our, in our viewing and listening area that's close by here in the Wiregrass. We're going to change gears. We're going to put the baseball down, Coach. We're going we're gonna to get in your area of expertise here. We're going to go to some football. Oh, I thought we were going to food. <laughs> food. Well, Coach, Coach Miller's got steak. So I know it. But we're going to talk to head football coach of Dale County, the Warriors, Coach Don Moore. Uh, we're going to have him on here uh, momentarily. But, the, you know, the Warriors played for the state championship just uh, a few years back. Yeah, they did. Had a running back that was really good. Yeah, Henderson. Something like that. Oh, okay. Coach Moore, this is Stan, yes, Stan and the coach. How are you doing tonight? Pretty good. How are you doing? Uh, hey, Coach Moore. We're, we're awesome. Uh, you know, we just uh, got this little show cranking off mid midway right here. Well, this is, you're our second person, our second coach tonight from uh, Dale County on here. We had Coach uh, Drew Miller from GW Long who was on right Yes, sir. You. They got, you know, their first round series coming up. Oh, yeah. But, uh you know, um, we're here to talk football now. We put the glove and all right. that down. We're going to talk <laughs> football. But uh, how are things right. going over in uh, Dale County? Uh, it's going good. Um, we got a lot of young kids uh, coming out this year. We got a strong upcoming sophomore class. Um, we're going to be young. We're not very uh, – we we're not bringing back starters from last year, which is uh, a good and bad thing at times. Um you know, we're just uh, we're excited about the potential that we have, and if these kids uh, keep working hard and keep believing in, you know, everything, keep believing in each other, um, I think we're gonna we're gonna be all right. And coach, that's great. Uh, look, uh, coach Harris wanted me to ask you. Oh, coach Harris, coach Harris. no, I'm Harris. sorry. Uh, what are you talking about? Hey. Oh, coach Harris. Yeah, coach Harris. Yeah. Okay. Wanted me to ask you what it was like to come in following a legend. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> I have to tell you, I mean, he, he, Coach Harrison did a job while he was there, and I, when I was with him, um, you know, I just, uh, I'm blessed that he brought me with him so I could experience what we did, and um, you know, I'm glad that I'm still there. Um, I'm just trying to keep going what we what we built, but put my spin on it. Well, Coach, I know uh, I came over and watched y'all uh, a few times when uh, I believe you were the defensive coordinator at that time. Yes, sir. And uh, the the one one of the things that I noticed was how physical y'all played. Uh, yes, sir. The, the kids just they and, and you hear that all the time about well they're a physical team. Well, no, I mean uh, the line of scrimmage would move. And I didn't see a whole lot of times when a when a running back got uh, got those yak yards and yards after contact. Usually, yes, when y'all got those paws on them, they were going down. Uh, yes, sir. That's what we we uh, you know we, we teach and preach physicality. 
Um, and it's it's pretty easily done whenever you're Dale County because that's what Dale County's been known for for many many years. Before me and Coach Harrison were there, they were known for being physical and tough. And um, we're getting those kids back now, and they're they're starting to buy into it again. And you know, well, like I said, I'm just excited for this spring to see what we have. Um, that's 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 the big thing because you know we got open spots everywhere. I mean, there's no starters that we have, so we're looking for. Everyone that makes it fun right there, does it? Oh, it does, it does, it does. I'm excited. Like I said, we got we got a lot of younger kids, man, and they're just gonna, uh, you know, we got a a good mix of older kids um, that did play last year, got a significant playing time that are, um, you know, just coming and bringing it every day as well because these these younger kids started pushing them a little bit, so. Um, they 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 figured out they got to bring their A game as well. Competition um, is a wonderful coaching tool, isn't it? It is. It is. It is very nice. And uh, so that's 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 what we're excited to see is um, what we're what we're gonna bring to the table this year. Well, coach, what have y'all got going on as far as spring? When do y'all start, and what's some of y'all's plans for spring? Well, we start April 29th is our is our first day for spring, um, and then we'll go three days. We'll go that Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday, and then the next week we'll go Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday, and then we'll go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then play Wicksburg in Dale County at 6 o'clock on that Thursday evening. That's so what we'll be having going on. Y'all got Wicksburg on a Thursday night? Yes, sir. All right. Well, Coach, looking, uh, you don't want to look ahead because you do have a lot of kids you have to evaluate. But the, yes, sir. The, the region that you play in, uh, it's pretty. It's pretty talented. Isn't it? It, it is. It's it's talented year in and year out. Um, I will say that there's no. You got you got to bring it every every week because there's no down now, teams in that. And I read There's a couple of those uh, that we like to call private schools uh, in your in your region as well, aren't they? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We have three. Yeah, I think you did. three private Who are they, Coach? We have Trinity, Montgomery Catholic, and uh, Alabama Christian Academy. They got them Montgomery. Yeah. We do. We got three of them in there. And, you know, Helen dropped down this year and, you know, came out the the gate (laughs) swinging and they didn't stop. (laughs) So, you know, that was a surprise for everybody. And they they got a heck of a ball club over there. So, um, you know. They do. They really do. They have a lot of them out. Well, um, since, since you're playing all those private schools, uh, who is your recruiting coordinator? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, whoever's I, in I'm our district. I'm not supposed to say that. <laughs> no, whoever's in our district, that's who we got. Yeah. We, we, we we play with the boys that are homegrown right there in Midland City, Newton, and Pinker. So. Well, I tell you, y'all grow them, y'all grow them right over there because they, they have been some – talented uh, kids come through there and uh, I know this past season kind of went down you got to get that group back up but man it's uh, like coach was saying earlier that uh, the physicality the hard nose uh, you know when you're going to play the the Dale County Warriors you you in for a fight yes sir that's that's what we we teach and preach that all the time and it's just rubbing off. Uh, like I said, we, we had lost it for a little while, and we're slowly but surely getting it back. And, and I, that's I, what we're, we're excited to see. I'll tell you another thing, Coach, is 
one thing about you know Dale County is a strong community support that you that you have for your not just football but all your athletic programs. Yes, sir. We do. We got a good good community. You know, tell us tell us a little bit about that. I mean, are y'all doing something special over there? Is it just the people who live in Midland City in that area? Are they? Uh, I mean, what are you doing? Uh, they just, uh, they believe in our kids. They believe in their kids. They believe in uh, Dow County High School in general, and they, they just come support. Um, they've either, either played there or had some kids play there or their mother or father played there, and they just, um, they bleed that Columbia blue. Um, uh, I, I'm glad that you said that because I love y'all's color scheme. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's something you don't see a whole lot of, uh, you know, athletics is that color scheme. No, sir, you did not. Especially down here. And and to pull it off with your uh, mascot being a warrior, I think y'all do an excellent job of it. But, yes, uh, sir. And y'all, there's, you know, I, I spoke to you earlier in the week that uh, you've got uh, some parents over there that take some excellent, excellent photographs and, and post yes, them sir. on Facebook. And, you know, I, I, you know, we can tell that there's a lot of support there in Midland City, and uh, but every program throughout the state doesn't have that kind of support. So, uh, yeah. you know, I want well, folks to recognize that because uh, yes, sir, we've been blessed for know, that. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's awesome to see that Columbia blue and that red. You know, you see it go right there. Well, Coach, we we're running up against some time right here. We want to get you back on maybe after. Uh, spring, spring, spring training and let you get, get your evaluation. Uh, yes, sir. That'd be wonderful. Have some assistant coaches changes, you know, going throughout the summer, you know, how, you know, that, that goes and, uh, oh, yeah. you know, and then uh, get with you this summer and, and then we can uh, see how that region's going to shape up come August. Yes, sir. It sounds good. I appreciate y'all having me on. All right, well, Coach, thank you for your time tonight. And Thanks uh, for calling in, Coach. Yeah, good luck. Yes, sir. Good luck this spring. Yes, sir. Thank Hey, this is the Tire King at Dalton Tire Nato listening to Stan and the Coach.
we're going to have to get an extender. I've got to undo that. I've got to undo it. Because that then it'll fit my head. Well, I have to take it all the way off. One size fits some. Well, that that's the cap right there. So I like the blue mat. Right there, the blue mat to power cut the portion of the top and the coat. Twenty dollars can get you one. Get your head in there. You may have to undo the back like I do. If you got a big noggin. Uh, I'll have to talk to uh, Todd and Pam and Reagan over at Mr. Drax's Knox and see if uh, they make those in uh, extra extra. Mr. Levy's still mad at me about my big head. <laughs> big head, big head joking uh, sizes out there. And uh, I don't get the number. Last week, Coach Williams just hold that back. He covered up there. He covered up their number. But you can talk to them with all your screen printing, embroidery, uh, needs. Nine three eight three three seven and off Alabama. OPC, the Bobcat, the O D, the O O D. What does that mean? It means O double T. O double T. O double T. See, folks used to make fun when I was growing up. Always making me mad. They say, you know what I'll do? You said you're two thirds T. Yeah, two thirds T. Yeah, yeah, that's that ain't fun. <laughs> it was pretty funny if you're from Andalusia. Well, that ain't funny. If you're from Andalusia, it's well, pretty funny. Been, but, yeah, it ain't funny. <laughs> but also right here, we got this one right here. It's all this yellow skin right there. This is I like the War Eagle. This is the War Eagle. Uh, a lot of them you'll see this. Uh, right there, blue map, red, white, and blue. Blue map. Oh, the blue map? The blue map. Hey, That's we, special. It is special. Uh, you know, when I was at Miller, we used to take, when we'd get win the runner-up, those went in the closet. Coach Riggs wouldn't even put them out in the trophy case. Our cats are in the trophy case. The red, the red trophy. The red trophy. The runner-up trophy. The runner-up trophy. They went, they went in the closet. He wouldn't even put them in the trophy case. Well, uh, y'all want to see them. Y'all want to see them. We, we want a couple. Uh, Shut your mouth and lift the weight. I'm telling you, we got to hurry. <laughs> you know, um, we're going to talk to Chris Kaminsky. I don't know if you know. Uh, I do. Uh, uh, he's called some of my games. Yeah, he's called some of mine. As a matter of fact, I think he might have swung a flag at me or two. Yeah, he's, they probably swung and all at him. I, I'm, I'm serious. I think he has thrown a flag at me. But. He is an official for the Alabama High School Athletic Club. And a good one. A very good one. Uh, and he does football, basketball, and girls softball. So he does a lot of officiating here in the state of Alabama. And just to kind of give you an idea that he's with the Southeast Basketball Association, the Tri-County Football official association. Where's Tri County? I think that's Coffee. That's three counties, right? Coffee. Maybe Coffee. <laughs> that's what Tri means. Coffee. I said Coffee three times. <laughs> yeah. We might have to ask you. But uh, Coffee, Geneva, and Coffee. <laughs> I don't know. But he's also, this is a big one, he's the Southeast District Softball Director of the Umpire. 
That's a pretty big deal. And you know what else? So if you have any complaints about a fisher, if you can call him when you show it over. No, don't, <laughs> don't get open up. You want to give him, let's give his number out. Uh, let me know. Right? Email, yeah. give his email I'll, out. I'm going to have him back on next week. Uh, some talk about putting all I think his phone number is BR549. <laughs> yeah, but, and also besides that and pasture, he also umpires junior college softball as well. So he is very active. Active and to be doing it at all those three sports and at that level, he's a dang good one. Yeah, he is. And I'm sure he's heard his share of idiots like us. <laughs> if he called my game, you're an idiot. <laughs> we may have called him an idiot. But, uh, I don't think I've ever called him a fisher. I may have seen it under my breath. I've heard a lot of fans do it. You know, uh, you know what? Uh, let's see if we can get him on right now. I'm going to ask him what he would have done with my whole entire. <laughs> yeah, he told me what he would have done. I'm, I'm Hello? Uh, Mr. Kaminsky, this is Stan with Stan and the Coach. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing very well. How are you guys doing? Oh, it's awesome. Right here, got Coach Ennis over here with me as well. How are you doing Great. tonight? I'm doing very well, thank you. Hey, we, we are glad to have you on the show. It is uh, rare at some times that we can have an official uh, with such accolades that you have. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but I'm glad to be here. Well, uh, you know, I think you very well respect and appreciate the community. And, and, you know, that's one thing that a lot of people uh, don't appreciate is good high school umpires and officials. Yes, sir. Well, we're, we're like Sam said, we're glad to have you on. Tell us a little bit about how you got into officiating. I mean, what? because it, hopefully there's some – some guys out there that love the game and have, have thought, what what can I do to still be a part of it? And uh, and officiating is a great way. How did you get started officiating? Well, that's exactly how kind of you're leading into it, unintentionally, uh, how I got into it. I've been, I've played sports since I was six years old, uh, and I was in my 30s, and I was playing uh, softball, as a matter of fact. And I was diving into second base, and I shattered my hand, and my playing career was over. And because of my love for the sport and for sports, I was looking for a, another way to stay involved in sports. And a friend of mine came up to me and said, why don't you try officiating? And I started that in 1993 and have been officiating since then. What did you start out officiating? Slow pitch softball. Really? Yes, sir. Right here in Fort Rucker, Alabama. And then moved on to um, fast pitch softball and then got into basketball. Uh, excuse me. Then I got into football and basketball uh, as well. Okay. Uh, I, now, uh, it, with, with the football officiating, do, do y'all usually keep the same crews throughout the year or do y'all do, do get split up and mixed up? How do y'all do that? We normally try to keep the same crew throughout the year. Of course, you know, people have families and have vacation times and they have um, health issues come up. 
for, for the most part, like I've got my crew that's been, that we've been together for, oh gosh, probably about 10 years now. Uh, so we do try to keep crew integrity because this way we kind of know each other. We know how each other operates and it, it just makes to run for a smoother uh, game throughout. Well, uh, how do they explain to people, explain to people, because I hear people in the stands all the time, how do they do the officials when in high school when it gets playoff time? Because we're getting close to the playoff time for baseball. Well, we're in it now for baseball. Well, we got softball coming up. Uh, so uh, how do they? How does the state handle getting officials uh, once the playoffs get started for for baseball and basketball and football? How do they do that? Well, all sports generally operate the same way. As a matter of fact, we are just now. I've I've been just starting the last couple of days because I am the. Uh, the district director in high school softball for the Southeast District in Alabama for the AHSAA. And I've already been making phone calls to officials to see who's available to travel because it takes a it's tra travel is involved to regionals. But um, but what, the, the way the system works is in the, like softball has three rounds. Of course, football has five rounds. So it works generally the same, but slightly different. But let's just stick to softball for now, for example. Um, I will, we the, Throughout the year, there's a point. There's a way of getting points. A point system. Uh, you get points for attending district camp. You get points for attending state camp. You get points um, based on my my rate, my umpires. I, I travel throughout the southeast corner of the state. I have four associations that are under me, if you will, and I get to as many games as I can. And I evaluate umpires and I give them a rating. The local associations give them a rating, and um, like, then there's a classification exam. So there's a lot of different ways to get points. And as these points accumulate, then they basically rank against each other throughout the state. Uh, okay. And then when playoffs come around, they, the, we I just received my ranking for all my softball umpires, and it works the same in all sports. That we now I, I not we but now I have a ranking. And I have to select from the top 50 percent for for the, for the first two round of playoffs. Okay. For the, for the area tournaments and then for the regional tournaments, uh, and they have to basically progress through each round of tournaments. So what, what I'm saying is, I will have the areas and I will travel around once again and observe umpires in my areas, and I know a lot of them already because I've watched them for all year and for the last several years. But and then I will pick, you know, starting already to pick who I think will do the best job, best represent, and do the best job for the, the student-athletes for the regionals. And then, and of course, my, my, my association, we go to, we go down to Gulf Shores this year. We used to go to Troy, but they changed around where the regional players are going to be played. So then I will take a group of my umpires to, to Gulf Shores, as, as well there'll be another, the Southwest District. And so, and so we'll have two districts down there and then we will evaluate them once again. That select group that went to regions will then be evaluated by myself and the other district director that will be there. And then those names, we, then we make our recommendations, but the, but the final, the state finals in all sports, they are selected by Montgomery, the AHSAA out of Montgomery. Uh, they're the ones that do the final selections for, for all final sports. 
based on our recommendations, based again on their points throughout the year, uh, and and how they and their observations throughout the year. So it's a long, lengthy process. They have to work hard all year long to get to that level. Well, I know that uh, officiating is tough. I've officiated some in the past in high school basketball, and uh, man, the, the guys and the and the women that that go out and officiate uh, for you know junior and, and varsity level, they don't get they're not appreciated enough. And uh, I do know that it's a uh, it's a tough it's, it's a tough gig. It, it doesn't pay a whole lot. And it's certainly not appreciated. And I know there's a shortage of officials right now. Well, I mean, what what can the the, the fans out there, or the people out there, what 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 can you tell them to uh, maybe we can close the gap on on uh, you know growing our officials for our high school athletics? Well, as you stated, we are losing officials, not just in softball, but in all sports. Not just in Alabama, but nationwide. Right. Uh, and I and like I said, in, in Alabama, and I'll give you a quick statistic. Uh, in the last uh, three years, we went in the state of Alabama from 823 officials in 2015-2016 time frame to this season down to 522. So we we have lost 30 percent of our officials wow. in the last. Um, and it's there's no one. Thing we can put our finger on saying, and this is causing us to, to lose our officials. There's a lot of different things, and one of them is the fan base. Um, Society is different now. We all know that. Society is different, and uh, when, when and there's people that the mentality is that I'm going to go there. I paid my ticket. I've heard this numerous times. I've paid my money for a ticket. I can do whatever I want. And I've been told to my face that you know. My, my only reason here is to harass officials. I don't, personally, I don't understand that mentality. That's not the way I've lived my life. That's not the way, you know, that it works. No, but you, you paid, you paid your ticket to support your school and the kids at that school. That's well, why you that, paid money that, for the ticket. Yes, sir. <laughs> but that's what we would like to pay. And, and like I said, it's just only a couple of you. And the vast majority of fans, um, and a lot of times, you know, they do, they did say, you know, don't listen to him, whatever the case may be. So it's not all fans. That's the job. What that one or two, like in any other walk of life, that one or two is going to make everybody else look bad. But, you know, the, the uh, Alabama High School Athletic Association has the, uh, the central board has just voted. And, you know, one of the things they're trying to do is increase our pay or the, the, the officials pay in Alabama because we have in Alabama, we did a study and we were some of the, the very lowest paid officials in the entire part of the southeast country, the country. So the, the just within the last couple of weeks, the Alabama High School, uh, the board, of, the central board has voted. And, and so one of the things to try to do is to, is increase pay. Maybe, you know, money is not everything. You, you know, money's gonna bring officials in, but then we still have to, have to keep the good officials. Um, statistically, once again, at every 10 new officials that we bring in, we might keep two. Uh, within two years, within, normally if we, if we can keep them past two years, then most of them will stay. But most of them leave after two years. And it's because of the fan base, but it's also a lot of other things. It's, it takes a lot of time away from your families. You know, when you have to go to a 4 o'clock softball game, you have a doubleheader, you got to be there 30 minutes before. Well, a lot of people have a hard time getting off of work at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. You know, all of us, this is not, you know, we don't do this for a living or all nothing in any sport. 
it's um, it's done before the love of the game and you know for my at least for personally and I love working with the student athletes. Like I said, I've been doing this for over 25 years, doing high school ball for 25 years. But I started off in Dixie ball, so I've been 27 years now. Um, so the love of the game, love, love working with the student athletes. Well, but so that so one thing is they did finally they did increase the pay and then you know personally I going around to some of our local schools at, at coaches invites and just been in edu- doing like we're doing tonight I've been trying to educate parents about what it, it takes to be an official if you just say I own the official you walk on the field and there you are yeah. they have to go through a lot of training a lot of expenses to get there and then you know hopefully we can keep them once they go through all that. Well. Here, but next weekend is that when the area tournament starts? Uh, uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Starting, they'll be starting. Uh, well, they that they, they can start. They, they start, they're, right? they're, the, the, the next Saturday through the following Saturday. And I don't have those dates in front. I believe it's the 27th or something like uh, that. Uh, to the first Saturday in May. Yeah, it was like yes, a sir. week-long uh, time frame to get those areas. Yes, sir. Well, listen, Mr. Kaminsky, we appreciate you coming on the show tonight, and we will get you on for a longer stint, especially after this summer when we can talk uh, just football instead of just a little bit about everything because I know there's going to be probably some rule changes uh, for the high school game that will probably go into effect or may or may not. We won't know until, you know. Well, there always is. You know, there always do. But – Maybe get on again this summer. We can have you on and maybe educate uh, the fan base uh, about some of these rules that uh, that you hear folks screaming on that official rat on. Well, and in all sports, and I know we need to go, but in all sports, we average about five to seven rule changes per year in all in each sport. That's an average. Sometimes, sometimes more. And so, what I hear from people saying, you know, I've played for twenty years. I've coached for twenty years. But that was 10 or 20 years ago. Right. And what people understand, if you played or coached 10 years ago, just say on average of five, you know, that's 50 rule changes since you played or coached. And what they don't understand is that, they, yeah, so, and they don't, they don't fathom that. It's 50, 50, that's a lot of rule changes. Right, it is. Well, listen, thank you for being on there. Uh, we got just a few minutes. We, we missed Coach Moore on this, yeah. but, I, but are we looking at our time? We're trying to, we're trying to get better promoting these high school athletes and programs and things and we've been doing uh, a thing the past couple of shows uh mr kaminsky that's called uh three and i'm gonna ask you three questions it has nothing yes, to sir. do with uh officiating okay <laughs> and you answer them as best as you can we will right, do well here one first it's not part of the 33 we're gonna have 34 where are you originally from it's, i it's grew not, up it's not newton well, I tell everybody I'm from North Surprise that we talk funny up here, but no, but I grew up, <laughs> I grew up in New York. I came down here with the military upstation here at Fort Rucker and uh, retired here at Fort Rucker and many, many, many years ago decided that this was where I wanted to raise my family. It's God's country. I've traveled all over the world and this, this is where I decided to raise my family. It's one of the best places I've ever been in the world and we love it here and we've been here for a long, long time now. South Alabama's God's country. Yes, yeah. sir. All right, here we go. Third and three. Here's your first question. It's, it's kind of a tough one right here. Uh, you probably called at a bunch of different levels, uh, and this could be in any sport, but what has been the biggest game that you've uh, umpired or officiated? 
Oh, well, I would have to say I've, I, I have been to uh, what used to be Super 6 and then Super 7 in football three times now. So I would have wow. to say, and one of those was as fun as the, as the white hat. So I would have to say uh, the, the, the referee in a white hat uh, Super seven, uh, a Super 7 football game. All right, championship game. All right, yes, next sir. question. Next question. You uh, And you, you don't have – this might be uh, unfair – Where's one of your favorite places to go unpack softball? Oh gosh, you know there are there's you know there's several of them, and again, right now I do um, I you know sometimes I'm a district director. Yeah, it's right. kind of hard to do, but I, and really, in all honesty, I probably could not tell you one specific place. I would have to give you a list of several places, right. but it that would be a yeah. Somebody might get their feelings hurt if I kind of left them out. So let's just kind of say yeah. there are several places. Yeah, several places. It could have been a really unfair question if I asked you what's your least favorite place to go. Yeah, that would I would not answer that. <laughs> I would want, want you to answer. Although that. I have them, I would not yeah, answer we that. We all have them. All right, last yes, question. Sir. This is the most serious question that we have. Most important. It's the most important. Okay. Okay. If you were a pro wrestler, what would your finishing move be? I don't watch pro wrestling. I don't know. I guess oh, the, the jump off the top rope. I haven't watched wrestling since I was a child. My daddy used to watch it all the time. Went back in the 12-inch black and white TV in the day. So I guess a body slam off the top rope. Oh, yeah, that, that would be a finishing move right there. Well, listen, thank you for uh, – participating in that and thank you for being on our show hey and thank you for what you do yeah and thank you so thank you all so much for promoting us too i really appreciate that uh we appreciate high school officials well the game couldn't take place without y'all right and uh and we've uh we talked earlier both coach and i we claimed it officially disagree but uh the work that they do and what you do is very appreciated and i appreciate y'all thank you but thank thank you. you for the show. We're gonna get you all again this summer. Uh, okay, I'll be I'll football. be more than happy. All right, I'll be more than happy to. Thank you. Hey, this is Kyle at Dalton Tyronado, home of the hard job, listening to Stand in the Coach at Power Prep Sports Network. Well, <laughs> I'd have never guessed he was from New York. I just thought he was probably from Cottonwood or over in Houston. I Canada. thought he was from over at Pine Level. Pine Level. But, uh, yeah. Uh, hey, I appreciate him coming to y'all. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> That's why I don't do it anymore. <laughs> they get past the two years. I did it two years and said, yeah. I promise you I wouldn't do it. I know what I said to him. Yeah, I do too. And it was, well, I know you know what I said <laughs> to him. I, I heard you. You were standing there some of the time. Uh, or you were screaming in the headset yeah. and it was, Echoing. <laughs> you know, you're going to have to explain something to me. I heard that one about a hundred times. At least. They still didn't explain it. No. But, uh, so, man, we had a good show tonight. We had some good guests. Uh, some uh, good guests. We're back in the friendly confines of the Power Prep Sports Network studio. Hey, boom, pal. Pal <laughs> is back. The original, you know, Joker graphics. You know, we got our caps rolling. Before we go, we're going to do real quick. I promise. That I got to show them the blue map. Show them the map again. Everybody wants to get the blue map. Right cool. there, Joker Graphics. This is backwards. I can't do that. Yeah, we're really, Coach is sitting on the other side as well. There. So we're back. But uh, Power Prep Sports right there, blue map. 
Let's talk about real quick because we, <laughs> we are, uh, I said later, I'd explain a cast on how to listen to us on a podcast. So real quick, you can either be at your computer or if you have a smartphone or an iPhone, whatever type of phones you have, but if you're a computer, you can just go to the site. For example, if we go to the, the Spotify, the future fit my, yeah. <laughs> uh, for example, you go, you can go to that website. Can I do it on a laptop? You can do it on a laptop. Uh, I got a, a bunch of different ways and you don't have to download. If you have it on your phone, you can download that app to your phone and it's free. Okay. It does not cost you anything. You just need to know what the password is <laughs> to remember to be able to download it. Yeah, right. I've got to call in the Apple now. Yeah. But you can download that app. It's for free. Then you can put in Power Prep Sports and the coach. And it will have all of our episodes. What you need to do is you search for that program, subscribe to it, and then when each time we have a new show is downloaded in that app, you can go back and listen. And you can go back and listen. You don't have to listen to the whole thing at one time. I mean, so... So you can listen to it for a little bit. Listen to it a little bit. Uh, go eat some bull peanuts. Go eat some bull peanuts. Fold some clothes for your wife. Do some honeydews. Things like that. You know. Uh, or you can listen to it while you're doing all those things. That's right. All With those it, things. You can get them uh, ear. Ear bobs. Whatever them things are. What we got on, but not, yeah. not quite as big as ear bobs. That is a good looking That hat. is a great, great looking hat. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. But, hey, we appreciate all of our guests for being on tonight. We appreciate Greg for drafting us again. Coach, uh, we're having a lot to talk about next week. Because of baseball. The first, first round of baseball playoffs will be softball. Completed softball's around the corner. And you know who our guest is going to be? We're going to have our first. I mean, I'm not going to say it now because something might happen. I'm going to say it anyway. What? We're going to have our first female guest on the show next week. Who's that? Ashley Bell from Slocum, the head softball coach. The head softball coach at Slocum. She is all she was all SEC at the University of Alabama. Alabama. She was. So uh heck of a player. I can't wait to have her on. I am that I Mika. I'm gonna have to ask her about Well, you know, uh according to statistics, fifty seven percent of our viewers. Fifty seven percent of our viewers are female. That's right. Uh, they're here to but hey thank you for tuning in tonight go back like our facebook page follow us you can follow us on instagram you can follow us on twitter we blue map or we also have snapchat now coach i didn't i don't know if i told you that i don't Snapchat. we're not big snapchatters but uh a chat snatter uh, coach dent told me you need to start yeah, whatever you talk. But uh, hey, thank you and good evening. And also, uh, real quick, YouTube, subscribe to YouTube, Power Prep hey. Network, a lot of different ways. One, One in, in a row. row. <laughs> One in a row. Hey, thank y'all for listening. Thank you for your support. Tell your friends.